millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil, also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. Naturalhempoil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. Visit naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a breakthrough in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new ebooks titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat, and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Just recently, a politician was carjacked by three armed attackers outside his home in Washington, D.C. This comes several months after another politician was assaulted in the elevator of her building. Between mass shootings, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjackings, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight has awed people with a wonderful design and massive light output. On top of an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, it boasts powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope cutter, siren, and much more. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this flashlight is the latest and greatest in the EDC market. But there's more. If you place your order for the Fighter Flare flashlight now, you'll also receive 66% off, free express shipping, and last but not least, a 100% lifetime guaranteed replacement. Simply go to www.fighterflare.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. 
www.fighterflare.com. Order now. Something wicked is coming this way, and only fools are ignoring the signs. So it's time you became a financial prepper like thousands of others. Gold can travel anywhere. It's international. It's its own currency. Allocate to gold now, the timeless safe haven asset. Open an IRA with noble gold investments to physically hold coins and bars and let real, tangible gold, not just paper, save your portfolio as the economy burns again. Right now, Noble Gold Investments offers a free 3-ounce silver American virtue coin with every qualified IRA. Just use the promo code code GOLD to claim your free coin and secure your family's financial future. Go to noblegoldinvestments.com now. noblegoldinvestments.com This performance may not be indicative of future results. Investing in precious metals, including gold, involves risks. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision. Welcome, welcome everyone. My name is Sean, and today I want to talk about the migrant crisis in the United States of America. However, unlike previous videos where I put the focus on the border or on Chicago or on New York City, I actually want to talk about the city of Denver because they are also a sanctuary city. They are also bending over backwards in order to provide services for the migrants. And now push has really come to shove because not only has Denver announced massive cuts to a bunch of different departments that are for citizens, but the neighboring towns surrounding Denver have decided to declare unambiguously that they are not, in fact, a sanctuary city. And what I find fascinating about this most is the fact that the mayor of Denver actually inadvertently admitted in his press conference where he blamed the Republicans and blamed everybody who said that this was a dramatic problem and that sanctuary city status was no good admitted that these people are asylum fraudsters. Now, we're going to get into it, but before we do, I want to say thank you to everybody who signed over on actualjusticewarrior.com slash join. Give me the money. Give you, give me the money. Okay. And thank you to the podcast listeners, Spotify, Apple, and Google's podcasting platform. So we've talked about a lot the migrants that have entered New York City, the migrants that have entered Chicago, places that asked for illegal immigrants that said that they were a sanctuary city, that passed extra laws during the evil Orange Man administration to say that they were doubly not going to work with immigrations and custom enforcement. However, we haven't talked a lot about Denver, which has basically done the same thing. Now, I think part of the reason why Denver hasn't gotten so much attention is is because there are more migrants in Chicago, more migrants in New York City, and because, let's be honest, the left wing can't make up a narrative about how Governor Greg Abbott is an evil white racist, considering the mayor of Denver, Mike Johnston, is in fact a white person. So that kind of completely undercuts that narrative. But they have received, and again, when you consider the size of the city of Denver, this is actually a lot of people, 40,000 illegal migrants in their city since the start of this crisis. And they, like all these other left-wing cities who promise sanctuary to these migrants, are struggling to pay for it. In fact, I believe I heard there was a something like a $180 million deficit going on in the city of Denver. And in response to that, rather than change their sanctuary city policies, rather than admit that they were wrong, the mayor has decided that they're going to cut DMV services, cut parks and recreation services, and all other manner of services for the city of Denver in order to pay for these illegal migrants. Now, he's also been asking neighboring areas to harbor these people, to let them in, and they have responded by passing legislation to say, no, we're not a sanctuary city. We will work to deport you because we don't want this problem. It's very possible that buses could show up here 
uh, but they're they're not going to be welcome. The mayor of Monument, Mitch Lakine, saying that his town will not be a sanctuary community for migrants. We're going to reach out to other agencies. We're going to reach out to the county. We may need to reach back out and find out to, uh, from Denver if they sent them down. It was a topic first discussed on Monday night's town council meeting. Today, Lakine says it's a simple matter of not having the budget or resources to take care of any more people than just their own. Details the town council lays out in a resolution which will be voted on later this month. I would say the meat of the resolution is to ensure that the, the taxpayers, that we are not going to utilize their dollars for the purposes of providing any form of services or shelter to um, illegal immigrants. So yeah, Monument Colorado voted unambiguously that they are not a sanctuary city. You could hear from the mayor saying that they are not welcome and that they're going to reach out to other agencies, including agencies in the city of Denver, to find out if they're sending these illegal migrants to Monument. And what I find funny about that is that the city of Denver is criticizing heavily the governor of Texas for sending migrants to Denver, Colorado, even though they're doing the same exact thing. But other people are being smart about it and not accepting these people, not offering them services and not making cuts to their budget in order to live up to this sanctuary status ideal. And by the way, Denver's sanctuary status ideal is incredibly stupid because their sanctuary is supposed to be for asylum seekers. And we know on this channel, because we've discussed this policy before, that it requires 180 days for an asylum seeker to be eligible to even work in the United States of America. This is another reason, by the way, why Remain in Mexico is a good policy. Because cities like Denver offer sanctuary status, but that only goes for 40 days. And obviously that math ain't mathing. So you end up in a situation where these people are on the street. Denver has to take on more. And again, these are all problems of choice. Denver's mayor chose this and he's still choosing this by defending these illegal migrants, even though he acknowledges again in his speech that we're going to get to that they are in fact committing asylum fraud. They are in fact economic migrants and they consistently refuse better alternatives, which is a little bit of a message that I got from this tragic story that he tried to tell that he tried to obscure with the tragedy, even though it shows clearly and obviously there are other options. I want it to be clear to Denverites who is not responsible for this crisis that we're in. The folks who have walked 3,000 miles to get to this city, families like the one I talked to who are running a grocery store in Venezuela, where you are living through 34,000% inflation, so the Coke that you were buying for a dollar is now selling for $340, but your monthly pay is still stuck at $40, that is not survivable. And when you decide you're willing to take your five-year-old and your 13-year-old and walk 3,000 miles to get here, but you're afraid that actually your 13-year-old daughter might get raped on the way through the Darien Gap, so you have to leave her in Columbia while you take your five-year-old and walk 3,000 miles. And you have to hold that five-year-old's hand while he watches as a mom and an eight-year-old and a dog make their way through an incredibly treacherous mountain pass. And the eight-year-old's worried that the dog is about to fall off the edge of the mountain so reaches to grab the dog. And the dog goes over the edge. And the child goes over the edge. And the mom goes over the edge chasing that child and that dog. And the dad is standing there watching his entire family be lost in a matter of seconds. And why those folks get up the next day and keep walking, and keep walking, and keep walking, 
until they get to this country. Now, look, this is a very sad story. The idea that you would watch your entire family fall off the side of the mountain in order to save a dog is gut-wrenching, and I understand that completely. However, one of the parts and components of this story that may have been overlooked by the mayor trying to gin up the emotional hysteria related to this is the fact that they left their 13-year-old daughter in Colombia because that was an option. And when you decide you're willing to take your 5-year-old and your 13-year-old and walk 3,000 miles to get here, but you're afraid that actually your 13-year-old daughter might get raped on the way through the Darien Gap, so you have to leave her in Colombia while you take your 5-year-old and walk 3,000 miles. And this is probably the entire point of this asylum fraud conversation. These people pass through multiple different countries in order to get to the United States of America in order to get the best possible economic opportunity, and that is not the purpose of the asylum system. They should be applying for asylum in every nation along the way before they get to the United States of America because when you're saying that I'm desperate, I'm being persecuted by my government, my government might kill me, the idea that you get your first choice instead of the next safe option doesn't make any sense. If these people wanted to immigrate as economic migrants, they have a process for that. However, cities like Denver that offer sanctuary, offer welfare benefits, are incentivizing this dangerous journey because these people know that some left-wing politicians like this idiot right here will take them in, and that's why they risk their lives. So the death of this family is not on the mountain, not on the dog, not on the evil white racist Republicans. It is on the left-wing Democrats that declare themselves sanctuaries that promise all of these benefits that make the United States of America a much more attractive option for asylum fraudsters than any country along the way. If Colombia was the next viable option and the United States of America was not promising all of these perks that act as magnets, that very family that he was trying to get you to sympathize for would be alive today. They would have stopped in Colombia as they did for their 13-year-old girl and applied for asylum or implied for whatever kind of policy that they have available there. And if that didn't work, guess what? They would go to the next available country and so on and so on. And by the way, I've said on this channel multiple times that people in Venezuela that are fleeing socialism often are probably people that would make good Americans if they make it to the United States of America. However, an immigration policy should be designed by the people who live in the nation, the host nation, and the idea that people fleeing communism or socialism make good Americans, therefore they get to break all the rules, is a disaster. On top of that, you just have a lot of other people onboarding through our poor southern border from other nations. It's not just Venezuelans, and that is leading to a bunch of different problems. So yeah, even though I believe that probably disproportionately Venezuelans would make good Americans in a similar manner to Cubans making good Americans, in reality, in actuality, you can't have an immigration policy that's just based on what might happen down the road in the future speculatively with certain groups of migrants that incentivizes other people to charge the border in a similar way. And I want to point out that while there is suffering in New York, while there is suffering in Denver, while there is suffering in Chicago, there are border towns in this nation that experience such a massive influx of migrants where they overwhelm the host population that that situation is much, much worse. The whole point of Greg Abbott's program, the whole point of this political stuff,
stunt is to send these migrants to the places that not only say that they are a sanctuary for migrants, but want them here nationally and vote for presidential candidates and members of Congress and members of the Senate that protect these people and allow them to come here on a national level because they never have to experience the problem. Well, now you're experiencing the problem, Mike Johnson, and you decided that you were going to cut services for citizens in order to compensate. This is a plan for shared sacrifice. This is what good people do in hard situations as you try to manage a way to serve all of your values. Our values are we want to continue to be a city that does not have women and children out on the street in tents in 20 degree weather. And we also want to be a city that provides all of our constituents with the services they deserve and the services that they expect. We want to do both of those. We have to find a way to deliver shared sacrifice to try to manage those values in the road ahead. Uh, and so in terms of our first step on city cuts, um, we are announcing today we will make some changes both uh, to our services at DMV and to our services on parks and rec. Uh, what that looks like for DMV is we are no longer um, taking vehicle registrations in person. We will move those to online. We will start rotating weekly DMV Millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil, also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's www.naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. NaturalHempOil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.NaturalHempOil.com. That's www.NaturalHempOil.com. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Between mass shootings, homicides, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjacking, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight includes an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass-breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope and wire cutter, siren, high and low LED lighting modes, and much more. Simply place your order now to get 66% off along with many other free bonuses before they sell out by going to www.fighterflare.com. Order now at www.fighterflare.com. Fighterflare.com.
violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Between mass shootings, homicides, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjacking, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight includes an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass-breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope and wire cutter, siren, high and low LED lighting modes, and much more. Simply place your order now to get 66% off along with many other free bonuses before they sell out by going to www.fighterflare.com. Order now at www.fighterflare.com. Closures starting on March 4th. Our central spot at Tremont will stay open uh, permanently, but our other satellite spots will rotate, uh, closing one week at a time. Um, that allows us to reduce costs in those places and still try to provide key services. So right there, the mayor of Denver saying that they will move all vehicle registrations to online only. They're going to be closing different satellite offices on every other week. They'll keep their main office open, but they're cutting hours for DMV employees. I hope that feels good for the workers in the city of Denver. That, by the way, Mayor Mike Johnson was praising for taking on all these additional duties. And I just want to point out that this may be one of the reasons why why black residents are so opposed to migrants. Because remember, we hear all the time about how it's more difficult for black Americans to have internet access and whatnot. And these particular changes moving to online only are going to disproportionately affect people that are in poverty, that are American citizens, and the elderly, people who are not necessarily internet savvy and won't be able to get their registration done at that point in time, which of course will lead to more fines from the city of Denver. So they'll be paying more for expired registration. And this is all to support a population of people that are wildly disproportionately defrauding our asylum system just because the mayor of Denver doesn't want to admit that he's wrong. And of course, he blames the Republican. Uh, I'm here to talk a little bit about the devastating impact of the failure of Republican leadership in Congress this week to pass comprehensive immigration change and the impact that will have on both city budgets and on services that we can provide for newcomers in the city. So, oh my God, them Republicans are not passing this Immigration Act. What's wrong with them? We will also uh, have to make some hard decisions around reducing services for Parks and Rec heading into this summer and spring. Uh, that means beginning February 20th, we will reduce hours uh, at our rec centers. Our regional centers that are seven days will come back to six days. Uh, those sites that are six days will stay at six days, but will reduce hours. Um, I want to name, and Council President has been a key voice for this. Uh, I think um, both our CFO, uh, Nicole Doheny, and our Chief Equity Officer, uh, Dr. Ben Sanders, have been working together on how we find these cuts and how we make sure that these cuts are equitable, which is that they do not have a disproportionate impact on the communities that are most at risk already in our city. Uh, that's why, for instance, uh, we did not cut back the number of days for our regional centers. We kept them open for the same number of days because those are the places in the communities that are most affected with kids with the greatest needs where we know if we reduce their access to positive things to do, uh, the risks of them getting into additional challenges go up. And so that same lens of equity you'll see in today's decisions, you will see in all the decisions going forward, uh, but we do want to name um, that those will be coming. So right here, they're cutting parks and rec as you're heading into the summer. This is honestly cutting off your nose in part to spite your face because one of the reasons why people tend to visit places like Denver and Colorado is due to the natural beauty of those particular areas. But guess what? You got to close it up. You got to lock it up because these illegal migrants committing asylum fraud are here and the mayor thinks that we need more money for them rather than for the actual services that the city is supposed to provide. Now, I don't feel 
feel sympathetic to this mayor. I don't feel sympathetic that much to the citizens of Denver because they instilled these policies. He is not backing off of these policies. And he says the poem of the Statue of Liberty is the reason why. They believed it when we put on the bottom of the Statue of Liberty. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all are created equal. First of all, that's the Declaration of Independence. And second of all, more importantly, the poem in the Statue of Liberty is not law. It is not policy. This weird idea that we're going to constantly reference this each and every time we talk about crafting an immigration policy makes no sense at all and is ridiculous and absurd in every possible way. On top of that, that was written at a time and it referenced a time in American history where we did not have a welfare state, where you would come to the United States of America and you would either make it on your own or go back. That was the policy in America for the longest time. And you would have to rely on private communal organizations, maybe people that are from your same country of origin, in order to get yourselves on your feet, in order to make sure that you could be a productive member of the United States of America. In this particular instance, we have a population that is claiming asylum, they're claiming victim status, and they're trying to do that in order to get as many resources as possible. And again, Denver can do what the neighboring towns and neighboring cities in Colorado are doing to Denver, which is refusing to take these people, which is not offering them benefits, which is saying we are not a sanctuary city. We're not going to subordinate immigration fraud. However, the solution from the mayor is the same solution that we've heard in New York City, in Chicago, at the New York state level from Ocasio-Cortez, and that is as follows. Um, so this is this is a hopeful part for us, as I have talked to mayors around the country, and they say exactly what you said, which is if we have folks with work authorization, they would love for them to come to their cities. Every one of the cities have labor shortages like we see. And so this is why that was such an important dynamic, is that it's not actually a problem with the total inflow. Now, this might sound logical to some people out there in the audience, and you don't have to be a left-leaning progressive, a bleeding heart, somebody who wants all these illegal immigrants in the United States of America to think that this might be sound policy. A lot of libertarian people will say that the issue is that 180-day waiting period that these people have to wait before they can be authorized to work in the United States of America. But the thing is, policies create incentives. Actions have reactions. So right now, a lot lot of these migrants are coming to the United States of America because we have set up our asylum system in such a way we removed Remain in Mexico and all these other policies that incentivize them to not try to sneak past Border Patrol, but walk up to Border Patrol, say the proper words, and that will put them in the asylum system. They are responding to those incentives. Then they choose mostly, because it's not just Greg Abbott shipping them to left-wing sanctuary cities, to go to these left-wing sanctuary cities because they're offered better benefits. Benefits there. Now, in theory, again, in theory, you could take some of these people off the public dole a lot faster if you gave them worth authorization, and then they ended up getting jobs and started paying taxes and being productive in the United States economy. However, this is not really true because they're not going to get high-paying enough jobs in order to get them off of welfare benefits. But more importantly, this will incentivize far more people to flood the border because now you're reducing one of the very few limitations on these people when they get to the United States of America. And yes, that is that 180-day waiting period. So the idea that we solve this by creating an even bigger magnet for these illegal migrants is an absolute disaster. It's completely absurd. It's completely ridiculous. The result of this will be that more and more people will be flooding the border because now you don't even have to wait in a center for 180 days in order to get the work authorization in order to engage in the United States economy. 
be. On top of that, a lot of these people are coming to work in the United States of America in order to send money back to their family back in their home country because, again, they are not legitimate asylum seekers. And that support for those people, that basically foreign aid for those people back in their own countries is going to incentivize other people in those same towns to make the same journey for the same goals. So while it might sound like very superficially that speeding up work authorization will ameliorate some of the issues in the city of Denver, in reality, in actuality, that will cause even more people to flood to the border because, again, you have to change the incentives in order to have this problem resolved. And to me, the most important incentive is the fact that we cannot have people pass through all these different countries and then claim asylum here. You have to do asylum claims in every country that you stop in because asylum is not meant for economic migration. And by the way, these politicians admit repeatedly that these are economic migrants, but if they're going to claim asylum, they need to go through the asylum process in each and every country they pass through, and that is the only policy that will actually disperse these migrants, stop them from flooding the border and claiming asylum, and if they flood the border and don't claim asylum, they do so illegally, that will give us the right to eject them so that we can get these numbers down. Right now, the incentives are all out of whack. That is the main issue. You correct the incentives, you will correct the problem. And Mike Johnson says, oh, it's the Republicans not passing this immigration law, whatever, whatever. But in reality, in actuality, the Biden administration could be churning more people away under current federal law. He could be detaining more people. And one of the things that I noticed was in response to the Republicans not passing this new law, he decided that he was going to shed the number of beds, reduce capacity in these migrant detention facilities by 10,000, even though that should be covered under previous financing and authorization. So no, I don't think that the way that you solve this necessarily is to do that. You should try to get as much good out of your policy as humanly possible. However, I do have one solid criticism for the Republicans, and that is the idea that we should not wait to try to solve this problem until after the election, until after the evil orange man wins. And this is wrong for a number of reasons. First and foremost, even if the evil orange man does win, when he takes office, the Democrats are immediately going to go back to calling him racist and not try to pass anything related to this policy at all whatsoever. So that is going to be completely impossible later on. And secondly, if the evil orange man loses to Joe Biden, which by the way, I know current polling is bad for Biden, but it's entirely possible, this is going to be considered as validation of the fact that you could ignore the problems at the border for years, and this will further damage the cause of ever having a solution to this going forward. So I think if you can get something really good, stricter enforcement and all that, you should definitely do it. Now, I also know that a lot of people are saying, well, we shouldn't have to fund Israel or we shouldn't have to fund Ukraine in order to do something about the border. But the thing is, that funding for Israel and that funding for Ukraine is definitely going to get passed anyway. I can all but guarantee it. So the question is, are we going to just fund Israel and just fund Ukraine in their current war efforts? Or are we also going to get some funding attached for the border, some changes in policy for the border that institute into law some of the important measures that Trump had to do via executive action while he was president? So to me, yeah, I'm totally fine making this thing that's 100% going to pass and putting pressure on it to make sure it has to be passed with this attached provision. But yeah, as of right now, this is where we're at in the United States of America. This is where we're at in the city of Denver, where we're cutting essential public services to citizens in order to support people that are defrauding the system and have a whole host of other issues that 
the left doesn't want to talk about. But hey, those are just my thoughts. Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. If you like this video, show them by leaving a like. Subscribe for more content. Follow me on my social media. Support me via the support links in the description of this video. This has been me talking about this crazy Colorado situation. Till next time. When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a breakthrough in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new ebooks titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat, and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Just recently, a politician was carjacked by three armed attackers outside his home in Washington, D.C. This comes several months after another politician was assaulted in the elevator of her building. Between mass shootings, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjackings, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight has awed people with a wonderful design and massive light output. On top of an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, it boasts powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass-breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope cutter, siren, and much more. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this flashlight is the latest and greatest in the EDC market. But there's more. If you place your order for the Fighter Flare flashlight now, you'll also receive 66% off, free express shipping, and last but not least, a 100% lifetime guaranteed replacement. Simply go to www.fighterflare.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. www.fighterflare.com. Order now.